0: This episode of the Dry Line Farmer podcast is brought to you by Zyway Brand Fungicides from FMC.
1: Go long for season-long foliar disease protection that starts at plant. Only Zyway Brand Fungicides from FMC provide season-long foliar disease protection from the start. Active ingredient fluotriafol moves through your corn plants as they grow for inside-out protection from roots to tassel. Growers and retailers are sharing their Zyway brand fungicide success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line.
0: Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody wore out to their wits end and now you're going to hand them a rifle. (laughs) Is that really a good idea?
2: I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug, and she made that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that. Live from Texas, this is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast. (laughs) that? It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast.
0: Yes, it is, Ashton. This is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast. With you always is your host. That's me, Brent Carlson. I almost talked about myself in the third person. And Landon, I am going to talk about you in the third person because, well, no, I guess it's you're the second person since you. Is it okay if I use the two form with you, Landon? That's okay. Okay. Are we beyond esta... (laughs)
2: <laughs> bueno. <laughs> <laughs> bueno,
0: muy, bueno. Tambien. Uh, for some reason I always thought Tambien was such a cool word and all it means is also. Also. I yeah. I don't know what it is. Tambien. <laughs> it just I don't it sounds so folksy. I don't I <laughs> I need to look up the word folksy in Spanish, but I think I might do that right now. Well guys, this is the Drawline Farmer podcast. We've got your regular hosts in the seats and we're uh, just kind of cruising through here. Landon you know, we're we're. I don't, I don't guess we're in uncharted territory on the corn market, but uh, we are unchar. I am in uncharted water, as is. I don't have any corn sold yet.
2: You you, lucky bastard.
0: Usually, um, the last two years, I damn near hit the bottom within a nickel. I mean, they were still good year. I mean, I didn't hundred. Well, I wasn't hundred percent sold at the bottom, but I was damn sure half half the crop was sold, and now I don't have anything sold. And we're at 6, we are at 6, what, o seven now, so it's pretty, hopefully, go hopefully ahead.
2: Hopefully you're at the bottom when you start pricing tomorrow.
0: So we're at 613 and three quarters this evening, Landon. That is pretty impressive, especially with the uh, food corn contracts we have and all kinds Here
2: of What's wheat done? It's gone up almost eighty
0: cents in so, two days. Yeah, so uh well seventy five so, or so. so. So July, Kansas City wheat. I I need to do a um I need to have a market recap. So oh yeah, okay. So it was in a big trading pattern between I'm gonna say eight say call it eight fifty and seven fifty cents about November the first of November of last year. And in the last three days, Landon, it has gone from it broke that high at eight fifty, and now we're at nine thirty-two this evening. Wow. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, I don't I don't foresee y'all bringing in a lot of soybeans this year, but beans have jumped from December the first. It was at twelve thirty, and now we're at fourteen ninety ninety-two. Landon, what's the soybean basis in Hereford? <laughs> Don't bring any.
2: Yeah, minus minus six bucks. Would anybody? Would anybody bring it for that?
0: <laughs> so we grew. I think my brothers grew soybeans one year. Uh, like they had a circle of it.
2: My dad did in like '99. I think.
0: Yeah, that's. Oh, I think that's almost the same year. Yeah. So anyway, they watered and wa- they watered all watered it like corn all year. Made thirty bushels. It got if it would have gotten Is the same, bad? huh? Is that bad? That sucks. Okay. Yeah, dry land, that's fine, I guess. But watering what's, it, what's is, good on, on soybeans. Oh, beans. hell, I mean, you can make, if you got that kind of irrigation, you ought to be able to make at least oh, hell at least 70, 80 bushel beans. Let's see. Uh, the trend line yield for beans is. Da-da-da-da. Okay. We're going to go to the 2021 soybean yield guide. I don't know why I'm up okay, here we go. Whoa, take it easy. Okay, so twenty twenty trend. Well, that's all jacked up. I'm seeing a lot of fifties and high forties is what I'm seeing as a lot of average soybean yields. So Their
2: brothers aren't as crappy of farmers as you as you as you say they are. They
0: didn't even ha- dude, that's Midwest beans that don't get irrigation yield. uh let's see here is crop watch that's kind of sounds okay here we go so nebraska and usa nebraska i guess okay so in 1970 this is the trend line 1970 the average yield was i'm going to call that 34 bushels and here over here in 2017 it got up to 64 so that's um that uh, that's actually nebraska, so the u s um is the current one is forty this is actually in seventeen why because that's the last year that data was available uh <laughs> was forty uh, it's forty six bushels, so i'm gonna say average i'm gonna say it's fifty bushels is what i'm gonna say, so um yeah, it's gotta have beans have from what I can tell my limit we should have had k c c more on but um I'm going to say it's got to have a lot of humidity and not a whole lot of, you know, dry wind. Because they probably put, there's no telling, you know, they probably put 20 inches of water on it. And that's all they could muster out of it. So, and I don't, I can't remember if that had like, had some of that yellowing, like iron chlorosis where the leaves turn yellow and all that fun stuff. But it was, uh, it was disappointing and they never did it again. So, yeah, that was Was pretty. did you you never so did you handle did you combine that or did your y'all y'all have a combine or y'all have that
2: i don't think we from what i remember i don't think we harvested it we had a combine but i don't i don't think we harvested the beans
0: yeah so
2: So uh corn and had somebody do it we only had like oh two two little probably 30 acre fields yeah because it was all row water
0: so oh okay so this was center pivot but uh we had now we grew black-eyed peas for uh, several years, and they're a lot like soybeans, and they suck just as bad. So, um, except, and I don't have to. I don't know if you have to worry about staining and stuff on soybeans like you do on black-eyed peas because they were, you know, food grade, which I mean soybeans obviously is, but you know, so black-eyed peas are obviously they're white when they're dried out, and if you don't, you have to kill them. It's just like I think it's a lot like a soybean, and um, you when have you harvest to harvest
2: black-eyed peas. You have to like play a CD from the band.
0: Yeah, I mean Fergie comes out and drives the grain cart. <laughs> Dude, that was our favorite time of year when that hot at, hot piece came out to drive the grain cart. Bit bitch hit the header two times, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No.
0: And then she divorced Josh Dumall, so you know.
2: Man, he, you know more about them than I do. I just know it's a band. <laughs> yeah. What do they let's get let,
0: Ouch! Damn cat. Um Yeah, so they what are they they saying? Let's get it started, yeah. They all I think that song had the words let's get it started and then the other words were oh yeah or in here maybe anyway so it was a, no you had to kill those damn you either had to uh um you either had to put gramoxone on them or you had to windrow them. we never windrowed and we always just um killed them and then tried to combine them and those dude, you could have a 500 600 700 horsepower combine and if there were some green stalks out there that some bitch would plug you down man it really? was, yeah, damn right, dude. It was like trying to thrash a freaking rope. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty legitimate stuff. But
2: that's that's better than trying to push a rope.
0: <laughs> I guess so, man. Especially a especially a loose one. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, you know, and I think they were profitable a couple times. It's just uh, man there. You had the weed control and the freaking disease and the blight and all that bullcrap they were a short season crop you know hell you had them out like 70 days but it was uh man it was a pain in the ass so fortunately we got back we changed them back over to cotton (laughs) (laughs) with a crop that was not only a pain in the ass but cost a lot more to grow so you know we had a whole lot more fun doing the cotton but um it was uh you know good times good times had in the old dust bowl so but as long as this corn price keeps going up, and you know cotton's hovering, around, you can get damn near get your this new crop of co- cotton. I almost said cotton, a cotton damn near at a dollar. So that's uh you know that's pretty impressive just to start out with that. So it's uh, you know pretty exciting times. Uh, ex- if it weren't for the fact that Roundup's ten thousand dollars a gallon, and fertilizer like at your local co-op is twenty thousand dollars a ton, and all that good stuff. So you know. Um, I, I'm guessing all our fertilizer and all our corn seed comes out of like the Ukrainian-Russian border is all I can figure. <laughs> Along with our red diesel, maybe that's why they maybe that's why they call it red diesel. The communists. I can't. I'm just putting two and two together here. But I was
2: laughing today. We were talking to oh, one of our brokers, and he was like, "Yeah, corn might start off low today because you know the the forecast in Argentina is calling you know for a little." Little wetter little wetter forecast. I go, you've been telling me it's dry there for like the past two hundred and ten days. How mm-hmm. long is their corn crop go? <laughs> and I know they do too over there, but still.
0: Yeah, they're they're they got a constant they have a three hundred and sixty-five day growing season. It's a lot. God man, those farmers never get time off. They never get four months off like we do. They don't poor, even have time to run cattle. Poor <laughs> bastards. God almighty, have you seen those cattle they run down there? Holy hell. <laughs> Those freaking Bramer, white Bramer looking. I don't even know if they're Bramer. I think they're a whole other damn breed of cattle. But holy crap. And then the videos, people, like they have the damn mule. I'm, everybody's seen the video of the guy that's got the mule or the donkey where he uh, the guy try, has to tag this newborn calf. And you've got this freaking like Jurassic Park white Bramer mama trying to literally kill this cowboy or vaquetto. As they say down there, and that freaking donkey or mule puts his ass end up next around uh next uh, up in that cow's face, and he's over there tagging it and probably branding it and you know giving it a sombrero or whatever. Anyway, and I mean that cow tries to make a move. They don't make cutting horses like that in America, dude. This is the cutting horse of all cutting horses, and uh, of course that was probably his main mode of transportation too. So. Because I didn't see a one horse, single axle ho- uh, cowboy special trailer in the background anywhere. But I mean, this is a. <laughs> this old Mill, I mean, he pins those ears back and he rares it. Dude, it's like Eeyore kicking some ass, dude. It, it, it is. Aw- I mean, it is truly impressive. And I, I'm pretty sure it's got, ever,
2: a, it's got a syringe in its mouth. <laughs> it's. <yeah. laughs> it <hold>, does everything. <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's holding the, the ear tagger with one hoof and all that good stuff. Oh, man. Uh, it's a, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's a, it's a organic farm too. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's uh pretty impressive. Look at, us,
2: look at us talking farming.
0: I know, man. It only took three years and 145 or something episodes. Waffles, you get down and go do something. Damn nice, cats.
2: Nice, nice, cat. <laughs> <laughs> you like my,
0: you like my pussy cat <laughs> I'm walking around here? Yeah. Oh, man. Freaking dude it's uh my wife pointed out a funny meme yesterday i said be like your cat and do nothing all day where and there's like a it was an advertisement for pajamas and i'm like well that that ain't the damn truth i don't know what is so uh speaking of like domestic stuff i saw this guy on twitter and i don't know if you saw me respond to him he goes um asking uh somebody that you've invited over to take their shoes off before you come in before they come in your house has got to be quite possibly be the rudest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> like uh I would think refusing to take your shoes off before you go into somebody's house that has invited you over has got to be the rudest thing you've ever you could ever do to somebody.
2: I think the only person's house I wouldn't take my shoes off would be like at Rex Ryan's. <laughs> <But> <laughs> what does he I I spit
0: everywhere it. or what?
2: It's a foot fetish. I don't see him Ugh. inviting me over either. Oof. Yeah, he had a video. I'll just look the video up. I don't.
0: So what? I don't have a foot. What, what do you think it is about foot fetish people? Is it the toe? I know, man. Is it the toe knuckles?
2: Maybe is, it's like the, the people who have like their second toe is longer than their big toe.
0: I mean that that's probably more into the kink foot fetish thing. <laughs> you yeah. know, do they do they like? Do they like choke the foot off at the ankle with like a dog collar or something yeah. until wonder, the like, foot turns blue?
2: I wonder what the sexiest part of the foot
0: is. <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, you got so you got yeah. your toe knuckle, you got that big joint on your big toe that always gets uh, arthritis. <clears> are
2: there like are there like websites for like flat feet? Or
0: <laughs> I'm not looking that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> yes you to, are, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine like they have a foot fetish convention, dude? You should they probably see, do. Oh, I'm sure they do, dude. You should. They have, dude. Did you see They're the? Just, did you see the effing arch on that bitch that walked by just now? <laughs> if you ever
2: see? If you ever see like, like ninety nine percent of the people going into the civic center and flip flops, then you probably don't want to go in that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well. Yeah, I mean that's probably true, but so uh, you know the only really smooth part of the foot is the underside. Uh, you know, is your. Which I for some reason I never forgot about what they call that layer of skin in school. Do you remember what they called that? Like your the palms of your hands and the bottoms of your feet? No. The horny layer. You remember that? (laughs) No. Yeah, no, seriously, that's what they call it. I'm gonna type now, I'm gonna type this in with skin and foot because if I put horny layer on here, the pop-ups will never stop. Horny? Yeah. Well, if I put <laughs> if I put yeah. horny layer of skin, that's probably not going to help either, is it? <laughs> 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 Layers of the skin. How they go? How we go? Which layer means horny layer? Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> okay, yeah. so the stratum corneum. Let it's. So I didn't think Latin had. Uh, we had Latin words for horny, but that's horny layers the outermost layer of the epidermis the human stratum uh, corneum comprises several layers of flattened. okay yada 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 yada. let's go here um during cornification i i I swear i'm gonna get pop-ups here in a minute this is on wikipedia i promise okay i swear that's uh, so this layer is composed of Tw- Fifteen to twenty layers of flattened cells with no nuclei and cell organelles, so basically it's just a whole bunch of dead skin. So these are embedded in a lipid matrix comprised of ceramides, cholesterol, and fatty acids. Got lots of those. Okay. Uh, anyway, I, I for some reason I've never ever forgot about that. Which I mean, think about it, kind of sticks out. No pun intended. No pun intended there. But um, let's see. Yeah. So anyway, you got your toe knuckles. The I mean, how can a nail turn you on?
2: I would. I would think a foot fetish should be the worst fetish of all.
0: Oh, oh I disagree. Well,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm actually. Gonna...
0: <laughs> Are you what sure is, you want to stick with that one?
2: What, what is What does Michael Scott say? You know, the second that left my mouth, I knew it was wrong. <laughs> let's see
0: your penis. <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, I'm sure there's, I mean, there's probably people with feet, I mean, with knee fetishes, any joint fetish, you know, a hip, a wrist. I mean, people get turned on. Huh? Adam's apple. Yeah, both sexes. (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) What's that?
2: What's that? He-Man, there's a a meme with He-Man, and so, like, at the end of every He-Man cartoon, they'd come out and, like, give kids advice, and then they'd be like, until next time. And so there, there was a meme I saw a couple weeks ago, and it was He Man, and he goes, "Remember, kids, if she's got an apple, she's got a banana too." <laughs> that's <laughs> what Until next time. <laughs>
0: oh God, that's funny. That uh, was funny. Yeah. No, there, there's some sick bastards out there that's got that because I mean, I don't know. I just don't get it. I guess I've got a, I've got a wife i guess i say i have a wife fetish my own wife but uh, you know because <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there's people that have wife fetishes
2: yeah, i have a wife fetish. <laughs>
0: mine because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to say <laughs> yeah. well guys we're gonna get one more spot in here for fmc then we'll be back with some more oh so wonderful podcasting on the dryland farmer
1: podcast it changes everything So says Indiana corn grower Nathan Davis about innovative Zyway LFR fungicide from FMC. Zyway brand fungicides are the first and only at-plant corn fungicides to provide unprecedented, season-long, inside-out foliar disease protection. Discover more grower and retailer success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions.
0: Oh man! So we went from <laughs> corn markets to uh, corns on your feet. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, that's good stuff. That's pretty funny. So anyway, talking about um, organs and everything, came across a story today. This talking about drones, and you know we've all heard about in the farming industry. They've ta- they're trying to push, you know, field mapping with drones and even application of pesticides with drones. Well, there was also uh I don't know if it's like a new project or what you want to call it, but drones that deliver body parts, like for transplants, like a kidney or a, you know, a lung or whatever. My, you know, if I'm getting a new kidney, I want that thing at least certified mail. I don't want that damn, I want a person in the cockpit. I mean, they're probably going to charge you the same for a drone delivery as a helicopter dr- delivery. I mean, why not t- why put that? Well, I mean, you know, why not yeah, put it's that not in? Not
2: exactly DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> why they call it DonorDash? DonorDash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, Organ Lift. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, you know, like these drones, they're all designed for that kind of stuff. Like Amazon, that's for the city. You know, if Texas is pretty much out on the whole drone delivery system because. I mean, unless it's like these military-grade drones, how long does a drone battery last? Like 20 minutes at best? And that's not if you don't have a heart in tow. I mean, you know, your payload's got to be pretty much just the weight of the drone itself. So anyway, there was the guy that was giving the presentation. Then they were talking about drone taxis. Anyway, so this one, you know, they had a prototype of one. And um, I think it was like a two-seater. It had... What did it have? It had six pairs of propellers. So they had six, like six propellers, and then they were they had one on top of another. So they actually there was actually twelve props. They said, you know, it gives so much more lift, but it tends to break an arm off because there's so much lift, <laughs> like an arm going out to the prop. It's like I think you've got more problems than lift at that point. I, it sounds like you've got enough lift. Wow. So. I mean, you know the Jetsons. That's I mean, is he still he's still flying that? Have you seen that video or it's the uh, the theme song of the Jetsons? They're flying out and it's the part where she he gives her like a fifty and she takes his wallet and she falls down and she grabs her he grabs her ass and is like no no. I'm not going to work, so you could spend all our money at the shop. I gave you fifty dollars, and that's what the f- you're gonna do. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you need to look that up. Yeah, he just freaking reams her ass out. It's like, no, you're not doing that. I gave you fifty dollars for groceries. You're not taking my whole wallet to go to the store to go shopping all day. It's uh it's quite anti-feminist, so.
2: Yeah, Family Guy has that one where Peter's sitting at the bar with the dad from Family Circus. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, man. If I would you, I would just go home and just, you know. He's like telling her, telling him, like, just to go off on his wife or whatever. Yeah. So the next day, he's reading the paper, and they're like, "What are you doing, Dad?" And he's like, "Reading a very disturbing Family Circus." Reading
0: <laughs> <laughs> a very disturbing Family Circus. <laughs> does it did it have like a trail of the kids where they have like the dots of the trail they ran everywhere? it didn't it didn't show it, it. didn't show it <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad that's a, that's a shame but no so i mean drones are a great thing i've got a drone i think the battery it probably i think it needs new blades but i'm betting the battery at best about 15 minutes now the drone racing i think i could get into that because they've got like on tv on the espn the ocho you know they, they do it with virtual reality goggles on and they go usually it's in an, in an arena and it's an obstacle, of course. I saw one where the, they fly through like the, um, what do you call the, not really tunnels, but you know, where you walk in under the stands in an arena, um, the hallways, and... uh, the entrance? Huh?
2: The entrance? The, no, not the entrance ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's kind of like a oxymoron, entrance ass. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, I mean, these things are flying at like 80 miles an hour, but like I said, it's a virtual reality goggles they have on and they're flying it. And so their pit stops are. Actually, that's the exit. Yeah. <laughs> so their pit stops are a battery change. So that gave me the idea, and we might have to do this: a Prius NASCAR race. It would be the quietest thing you ever, or the, no, a Tesla NASCAR race. It'd be the quietest race you've ever been to. So we we may have that in the offing here. Where we have just an all-electric NASCAR race because what's the did you I'm sure you didn't watch the Daytona 500.
2: I did not. I did not.
0: Yeah, I I, you know I try. I'm like, man, this sounds cool. I watched it for literally two laps. I'm like, eh, I don't get it.
2: You You probably got you probably got the gist of it. Yeah,
0: pretty. I mean, you know, I saw two of what there's 200 laps. I think they're like two and a mile and a half laps or something. I don't know. Anyway, it's five hundred miles and it's a whole bunch of rednecks. I'd love to go to one. Now I would love to go to one, if not to see the people. Because mullets are I mean, I don't think the NASCAR community ever excommunicated the mullet, but I would say in the upper echelon, it's even making a comeback. So I bet it's pretty impressive what you're gonna see down there. I bet there's a whole lot of barefoot going on.
2: Probably a few foot finishes
0: there. <laughs> there are lots of keystone, lots of red seal, lots of uh uh, lots of restraining orders. How do those people get that close together when there's that that many restraining orders in one <laughs> group of people? <laughs> it's like, that's dude, check it
2: out. Like, They're social distancing. <laughs> no, that's a that's restraining all order. They have all like the the campers in Winnebagos on the infield. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. That is, awesome. that is so awesome. Can you imagine the the freaking runoff of <laughs> the bathrooms that go in there? Because you know there ain't that many hookups. Going, going into that rv park because like these things have like the texas motor speedway they'll have a couple hundred thousand people won't they i mean it's huge it's
2: like a miniature woodstock yeah
0: hell was woodstock well was that a million people
2: what do they call hookups there quickies
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know we're talking about cousins here so
2: it's all about speed we're <laughs> like
0: family reunions <laughs> i won't go fast <laughs> uh, no I, i've always wanted to go to one but i've uh just haven't made it I mean, texas motor speedway i guess which i guess all racetracks are big but that one looks pretty and in- we've driven by it several times and it is a massive deal seems like what did we have i think they have the red bull um airplane air racing deal there now that looks pretty badass those dudes are like crack those are like cracked out crop duster dudes because I think these have about—I don't know if they have a thousand horsepower or what they have—but these like crop dusters, I know they have six or seven hundred, maybe more than that. What if
2: they—Wonder if they make them like shotgun a six-pack of Red Bull before
0: they start. <laughs> 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 there would be a few more. Well, they're all—I mean, they're all got a big Red. I, dude, I had that—I had like half of a five-hour energy one time, and I thought I was gonna like lose my shit mm-hmm. because I was so freaking hyper. Out, I wasn't hyper. That's I got great. the shakes, man.
2: I don't know if I've ever tried one of those. I wonder. If they on taste a good. Red Bull, I wonder if on a Red Bull can it they have like a warning label on there that says it doesn't actually give you wings. I bet they
0: do. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to do any good. Now, I've had several Jaeger bombs. I have had a lot of Jaeger bombs in my time. Not in a long time, but at the time I had a lot of them. So, uh you drop that shot of red or Jaeger into the Red Bull? Yeah. It was such it was such a great it was such a great combination of hypertension and alcoholism all in one glass, you know. And nothing followed it better than a cigarette. I mean, nothing followed it better than a cigarette. Oh, damn. Anyway, I'm sure you had them at midnight Radio, didn't you, Landon?
2: A Jagerbomb? No. They had one at Hummer's called the Root Beer Float, and they would drop a Jager Bomb into some kind of beer, and you would it tasted like root beer
0: did it uh did it quench your thirst?
2: Yes. So, no either, just like root beer. Did
0: you have any friends that had the uh like the Jaeger ice machine deals where like the, you know, you have the bottle turned upside down and it's refrigerated and it like gets it just right above freezing?
2: Friends you say? Yeah.
0: Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs>
2: no, no I didn't. I didn't.
0: Yeah. I mean it was pretty impressive. You know, we had a kegerator and it worked most of the time, but it was uh. It wasn't quite as fancy as the old Jaeger pretty ice much. machine.
2: So, when, so when I was in high school, we went to a party once and we ran out of beer, which is typical for high, sure. high school. And so, a friend of mine's like, "Here, try this. This will get you drunk." And he handed me a bottle of Crown Royal. I didn't oh, know. Oh God! you know, he drank the damn thing. So I took a big swig of Crown Royal, and pretty much since then, I've had about you know, I was eighteen then, and I'm <laughs> old I probably had six shots since then. Nice. And other than that, it's just beer.
0: Yeah. Oh. I, no. I, tried
2: Mogan, I tried Mogan David once, and that pretty much ruined wine for me forever. So had what? Mogan David.
0: I guess that's on my like wine the, list.
2: Have you huh? ever heard that country song? Will they have Mogan David in heaven? I don't guess so. You should listen to that song. It's pretty great. Although I
0: don't hear lyrics very well, so you know, I could press very well have missed it. No, I haven't had seven and seven ever since a AGR Christmas party because I chugged it and I was sick for two days after that. It was one of the uh, longest periods I've wanted to throw up, like a solid forty-eight hours. Every time I would get up, it was, it wasn't. It was like I was on a plane that was spinning. It was pretty, it was pretty impressive what it did to me. So that's my drink that I've never drank again. It, and it probably sounds a little pansy ass because it's seven and seven. But hey, everybody's got their, uh, everybody's got their story. So, I guess Crown is yours. What'd you do? What'd you do? Hurl it up?
2: no but it man it it messed me up for a little bit
0: did you have a little ptsd after that
2: (laughs) no no i just did that keep you from
0: being an alcoholic
2: no not necessarily
0: (laughs) what well i guess you have to not be one like i
2: said it just it just led to where i pretty much only drink beer since then. oh okay well you know
0: stick with what works landon well guys Landon keeps checking his phone, so all I can figure is he's getting text after text coming in. Is that true?
2: No. um, My kid's playing Nintendo here.
0: Awesome. Like the end of the original?
2: Yeah. He's playing Kirby.
0: So we've got uh, one boy's got a Nintendo Switch, and the other one's his is coming in. So I've played uh, Super Mario Kart several times on on one of them already. And it's, God, I had a Game Boy, and it kicks the shit out of a Game Boy. Man, they were awesome. It was pretty sweet. Well, Landon looks like he's wanting to play Kirby, too, so we're going to get moving. Landon, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media?
2: No twit, Landon44.
0: And you can find us all over the place on the Global Leg Network and anywhere you can get your podcasts downloaded. That's iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. You name it, we're there. So, guys, till next time, we want to thank our sponsor, FMC, this week again. And um, until next time, guys, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay cool, and we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on?
2: The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.